Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good afternoon, everybody. Uneducated Economist here. So let's talk about municipal bonds. I found an article talking about retirement communities and how the municipal bond markets that I guess are for these retirement, uh, these retirement communities has like one of the highest defaulting rates and yet still has investors pouring into into these municipal bonds. And, you know, there's a lot to think about when it comes to these municipal bonds. Now, if you're not familiar with like what they mean by municipal bonds is like states and governments like uh, local governments like your city or, you know, maybe even your county or something like that will sell bonds very similar to that of like the U.S. Treasury corporations. Like there's a lot of ways that bonds are issued and sold. And you can be a city, you can be a state, you can be a government, you can be a corporation. There's many ways that these bonds can exist. And municipal bonds is the way that like state and local governments, that's how they get a lot of their funding. So if they want to build a bridge, if they want to you know, maybe expand the highway or something like that, you may find where they will sell bonds. And over the course of time, this bond will pay back like a face value that you can either buy at a discount, like say the bond will come out at like $100 face value and you might be able to buy it at a discount. Generally, those are usually much shorter term bonds um, and usually like kind of issued by like corporations and they call them like commercial paper. And then you can have like the longer term bonds where you're like say getting getting it going to get paid back over the course of many years and in that case a lot of times again you'll have a face value and then you'll have what they refer to as a coupon rate which is the interest that that bond pays over time now very much like a loan if you take out like a longer term loan you end up paying a higher interest rate for it and a shorter term loan you get a better interest rate so you try and take out the shortest term interest rate you can or shortest term loan you can to get the best interest rate to what you can afford to make on as far as payments go. So bonds work very similar in in all that fashion. Now these municipal bonds for an investor they're pretty attractive in the sense that a lot of times they're they come with like no taxes like you don't have to pay any capital gains taxes on anything that you make off of buying these municipal bonds. However, there's risk that is involved because there is a default that can happen, especially if you go and look at like these retirement communities, especially they have or they particularly seem to have a very high default rate, especially over the course of the last year or so as the profit from, I guess, a lot of these you know communities may have fallen due to lack of staffing, maybe even like lack of clientele as, you know, maybe people don't want to go to a community village any longer. They want to stay like maybe in a house with their family as opposed to mingling in with other people. And then like just the cost of going into running these things has also gone up with inflation and everything else. So already like these municipal bonds for these retirement villages are not doing very well, but yet they have investors pouring into them, 
which is really interesting to think about. It's like, why would that take place? I mean, if they're already risky, why would the investor take on even more risk or why are they pushing towards this risk? And I would imagine that a lot of it has to do with being, you know, the tax, the, the, <laughs> I'm sorry, the uh, tax benefit that comes from buying the municipal bonds, but also where do you go? Like, where is the safest place? You want to go and get a higher yield by lending it to a corporation that's most likely going to fail because, you know, you think about it, it's a junk bond. That's why they call them that, you know, and if you're going for the higher yield, that's high yielding junk bond. So the chances of a corporation defaulting is probably better than, say, a retirement village, you know, going into default. But, you know, really taking on that risk it doesn't, it, it doesn't change. Like it's still, you know, you're taking on a lot of risk trying to find that higher yield. So now this is where like a lot of people begin to worry. Like just recently I was reading a, a tweet earlier this morning, actually, it was a, a tweet from Elon Musk. And I think he was saying that there's going to be, you know, a financial crisis coming in the next, you know, year and probably before 2023. Now, I didn't go and actually, like, make sure that that tweet was, like, real, but it doesn't really matter. The idea behind it really is, is that are we going to run into a debt crunch coming into the into the next year? And what I guess I mean by that is, like, a liquidity issue. Like, all of a sudden, financial markets start to freeze up. Now, you think about it. If interest rates begin to rise, even just a little bit, like they already started to on the 10 years, like 1.6 earlier today it's going up. I mean, it's not fast and still 1.6 on a U.S. Treasury is incredibly low considering that if you were to buy a Treasury, a 10-year Treasury and held it to maturity, you would lose a lot of purchasing power to inflation. So you do see the interest rates beginning to rise, which would like kind of indicate that people are fearful of the future as far as inflation goes, but it's not enough to like really panic them to the point that it would actually do something about inflation. Interest rates are still incredibly low. But as they start to go up, people who are investing their money into these higher risk, like these municipal bonds or corporations, are going to start looking over at like things like the U.S. 10-year and say, well, geez, this is starting to come up. It's starting to look a little bit better than my risky you know, asset that I'm getting into. Maybe I'll start going into the U.S. Treasury instead because that's going to be a guaranteed to pay. I mean, there's very, you know, little chance of default. So even though I'm still not getting enough here, at least, you know, if the risk is, you know, just bringing me that much closer to the yield on a U.S. Treasury, then I'm not going to, I'm going to get rid of the risk and take on the, you know, the safe and assurance of the U.S. Treasury. If it goes even further, then it'll start spanning, you know, finding its way into, from municipal bonds and then start encroaching into, you know, into the corporate bonds and, and on further. And now if that takes place, you have to think, well, what are these corporations going to do for funding? Well, that's when we go and look over at Evergrande. We go and take a look and see what's going on over in China. And we can see from the things that are taking place with Evergrande that they are not in a good spot. They are not paying their they're not paying their bondholders the coupon that they that's the interest rate that they own. They're not paying that. They're defaulting basically. Their Chinese government is very concerned about them not paying their migrant workers because they're worried about the social unrest. I'll leave I'll leave an article down to a Wall Street Journal um, article that talks about this. It's it's you know it's a real thing that's taking place here. And so you think about like if they 
are the property developers. And right now we're, we just even heard about them knocking buildings down, 39 buildings because they illegally obtained the permits. This is going to start putting downward pressure on, on real estate. And even if you were to raise the interest rates and go back into like, say, quantitative easing of some sort, once you have started that momentum of a downtrend in, in real estate or housing, and people all of a sudden feel that they are going to be losing money, they will kind of get out of that market as fast as they can. Now, a lot of people have purchased into homes like I have, you know, we're, you're not getting out. That's it, man. I mean, you're, you're locked in, but there is a lot of people who have speculated into this market and they will get out. They, they will start selling their properties off as quickly as possible in order to, you know, keep from losing any more money. And when you see Evergrande selling their shares in order to pay their bondholders, think about what could happen here in the United States when the corporations begin to fail, like Evergrande has begun to fail. What are they going to do? Right. All these years of borrowing cheap debt and buying back their own stock will have them selling their shares off to try and pay their bondholders, sell anything they have, and you know, shares of the company will be one of them. So these are some of the things that we have to keep an eye out for. And now I think like coming into 2022 where a lot of people are like, yeah, the interest rates aren't going to rise. I think they will. I think they will, and I think they're going to do very similar like what the the issues that will take place, I guess I should say here in the United States, I think are going to look very similar to what's taking place over in Evergrande. Not all the corporations are going to fail, and many of them are probably going to do quite well. But the zombie corporations, the zombie companies, there's going to be an issue with those guys. And there's going to be some headhunting. That's the only thing I can think of to, to describe it as. Those interest rates go up, and these corporations are going to have a very difficult time making their debt payments, and you're going to—they're going to experience what Evergrande is going through. All right, uneducated economist, you guys, let me know.